LMC. If you're interested in the cannabis industry regarding business, politics, finance, investment, marketing, branding, entrepreneurship, the black market, and so much more, then hit that subscribe button down below. I would very, very much appreciate it. Okay, so today we're going to talk about an article in Real Money. Title is Cannabis is Not Happening in Vegas. Experts predict it could take 12 to 18 months for the market to recover. Uh, this is an article written by Deborah. Uh, Borshot, Borshot. So sorry, I probably butchered that last name. <laughs> okay, so let's break it down. Let's read through it. Let's see what's good. By the way, this is a very interesting article, and I think actually gives a pretty good understanding of the current state of legal cannabis in Las Vegas and overall Nevada, but mainly Las Vegas, right? Okay, so. The saying goes, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Unfortunately for cannabis, not much is happening in Vegas these days. The pandemic and fear of traveling has caused the city's tourist crowd to disappear. And, and then thus meaning that there's going to be way less business for uh, cannabis dispensaries in Vegas. Obviously, the majority of the market is built off of tourist, uh, tourist attractions being casinos, the legal pot, um, you know, every other thing that Vegas has to offer. <laughs> so, um, okay, so uh, the pandemic and fear of traveling has caused the city's tourists to crowd to disappear. The, dis the dispensaries who depended on their tourist dollars have also seen their business plans uh, go up in smoke. Cannabis data, okay, by the way, the up in smoke analogy, it's really been overplayed, sorry. Side note, really random, just had to, just had to say it. Um, cannabis data firm Headset, shout out to Headset by the way, has said that states depending on tourists had seen sales drop as much as 56%. Wow. And that's the problem with tourism, unfortunately. When you're a tourist-driven economy, like Las Vegas, like a, Las Vegas is really one of the bigger ones, but there's plenty of other examples. Um, I would say, you know, potentially, I wouldn't, I'm not going to say LA because LA is so big that a major part of their, of their tour, a major part of their economy is tourism, but it's not fully that, but you know, places like a Venice, right? Venice is very tourist orientated, Venice, Italy. Um, other examples being potentially, potentially Mexico. I would say Mexico is, is, is up there for I me, mean, not to say that they don't have strong industries in other places and in, in other sectors of the industry, uh, of the, of, of the overall economy, excuse me. And there's other, there's plenty of other examples as well. Um, but that, but that is key, right? That is really key. If you are a tourism driven economy, you're going to be doing really, really well. And then, potentially in, in situations like we're in right now with this economic downturn, with this pandemic, therefore, you know, making, you know, traveling much, much less uh, appealing slash, uh, you know, having it be a little bit scary, right? So just like, you know, any economy that's really built on a certain thing like tourism, it can be very, there's a, there's a lot of variability in there. There's a lot of, uh, but, there, but, but, but really what there is, is there's a dependence on a certain 
aspect of the economy and that's tourism because tourism affects everything, right? Because that's really just consumers, more consumers, better the business, right? Especially with any sort of, you know, uh, consumer product like cannabis, alcohol, gambling, um, gambling is obviously a little bit different, but you guys know what I'm saying. Okay. So 1933's downgrade. So Canna uh, Accord, uh, Genuity and analyst, analyst Bobby Burleson has downgraded 1933 Industries, TGIFF, to hold from speculative buy based on the uncertainty around the Vegas recovery. He wrote, quote, while we view cost cutting and recent management changes positively, COVID's impact on Las Vegas tourism poses significant medium term risk to TGIF revenues in our view. Given modest cash levels relative to burn rate, we are downgrading shares to hold from spec buys as we monitor the pace of tourism recovery. So with 1933's you know, uh, stock price, they, just like I just talked about, they are every, the problem with, if, if you're just a stock, especially the stocks that like, like a Planet 13, and we'll talk about Planet 13 in a little bit here, uh, later on in this uh, video, but 1933's downgrade has been because the economy and their success is directly tied to the tourism activity within Las Vegas. Now, in the future, what they probably will do and what they should do and what they probably are starting to work on now, especially in, you know after you know going through this tough, this rough time, is they're going to need to look at diversification, diversing, you know, having a diverse portfolio, and potentially being in other markets before we hit federal legalization, right? Because the uncertainty there with federal legalization is that it could be anywhere up to nine years, eight years away. So, looking at diversification probably is is is, is going to be you know a thing that they're going to be focusing on. So let's keep going. So just what is the cash situation at 1933? By the way, I just want to say 1933, right around, right before, um, or right, yeah, like right at the very end of the Great Depression. I just want to highlight that, by the way. Random, ironic, I have no idea why, it just popped in my head. 1933, right around Depression time, right? That's right when... Uh, I believe FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, became president. Um, I think he became president in 29. I'm not sure. I'm not exactly sure. But right around there. See, there's a little bit of you know weird ir irony there, unfortunately. Hopefully, we don't get to that point. And I hope that this you know has nothing to do with it. But, okay. So, Burlesing has noted companies... And uh, the company ended it in its last quarter with $4.9 million in cash, a drop from $9.1 million in the second quarter of the fiscal year 2020. The company has not ignored the situation and stepped up efforts to right the ship and adjust to the perils of the pandemic. They're adjusting like good entrepreneurs always should be doing. They're pivoting, they're adapting to the environment they currently are in. That's key, right? Always want to always want to highlight that. I know it might be a little bit repetitive if you you know watch me consistently. So, but I really just want to hammer that point down. True entrepreneurship has a major major part to do with being able to adapt, become you know a chameleon, where you can 
change your company's, you know, uh, you know, they can, a company can pivot and be able to adapt to the current environment that they're in. Right. The company has not ignored the situation and stepped up efforts to right the ship and adjust to the perils of the pandemic. It cut its SGNA by nearly 50%, limited all CAPEX, uh, CAPEX plans, and delayed its debt payments. All smart stuff. They're delaying potential costs that they can you know, look at further down the road. They want to conserve cash as much as possible right now because you never know what could happen, especially in times of uh, you know, economic downturn, especially when you know, economic downturn then leads to a downturn in tourism then you want to conserve cash for a rainy day and continue to fortify your defenses uh, in, a, in, a business stand, in, in a business standpoint, from a business standpoint. Still, the company is dependent on the Vegas recovery, which is difficult to call as parts of the country enter a new round of closures. Okay, so just keep growing. Despite the lack of tourists, 1933 kept the cultivation facilities at full capacity. In March, the company completed a second harvest, and the analysts believe, believes the company will have the supply ready for when demand recovers. Consumers, though, may be wary that the product could end up being dated and not very fresh. Okay, I think there might be a little bit of that, but I don't know if there's, to be honest, I don't, think, I don't, I don't foresee that being a very big problem, right? I, I really don't. Um, who knows? It depends how long it is. If it's like, you know, a year old, like, yeah, that could be a problem. A year too old, that could really be a problem. Who knows? We'll have to see. Um, but they're going to be stocking up cannabis to be ready for when the, you know, the tourism explosion occurs and everyone's going to be traveling. They're, already, they're, they're going to be ready and there's not going to be any sort of supply problems, right? The demand is going to be there. once you know, They'll have the supply ready once the demand is there. That's good. Okay. So, the company has also accepted the resignation of its CEO, Chris uh, Reventish, and is in operating under interim CEO, Paul Rosen. Rosen, once the CEO of Pharmacan, uh, Eugene Ruiz joined as president and Burleson pointed out that he, that he has experience in turning around companies. Okay, that doesn't really mean much to me, but let's just see how, it, you know, how they do. Okay, this is the stock that I wanted to talk about that's directly connected to Las Vegas, and this is Planet 13. Okay, I really love this stock as a retail stock, to be honest. I really do. I've been to the Planet 13 uh, flagship store. Beautiful, massive, very well done. To whoever, you know, designed that, whoever's operating, whoever's managing, I tip my hat. Okay, so Planet 13 Holdings, or PLNHF, is the best known of the, cannabis, uh, of the Vegas cannabis companies. The company can now accept up to 264 customers in its large space. However, experts predict it could take 12 to 18 months for the market to recover. Planet 13 has said that since most entertainment options at the casinos aren't available yet, it could be a, sub a, substituting, uh, a, a substitution for the tourists with its aerial orb show and customer facing uh, cannabis pr production facility. Like 1933, Planet 13 has also made adjustments to weather the storm, right? Adapting, adapting, adapting. The company reported that cash of 12.8 million at the end of the 2019 versus 2018's 19.4 million. The company cost of goods sold in the fourth quarter was 7 million and the total expenses were 9.6 million. Not good, right? That's about right, 2.5, 2.6 million dollar loss, roughly. 
Um, the company's cost of goods sold in the fourth quarter was, uh, no, so the company said it's paired back expenses, reduced fixed costs, uh, expected that the superstore operations will be break, break even or better if the shutdown is extended indefinitely. Okay. So because they're going to be reducing costs, they're starting to, uh, you know, bring back expenses. They said, even if the pandemic is prolonged, right, they're still going to be to eventually reach a point where they're going to be profitable. And I've talked about this before is that this is the time for cannabis companies, even if you're going to be all right, to make it so you can be profitable even in this extremely, extremely tough environment for companies to succeed. In. Right. So it's, it's, it's using a situation to your benefit, even though it's a negative situation, you are learning how to adapt from it. You're learning how to make your company, your operation more efficient so that you can even survive in an economic downturn that is heavily, heavily, heavily affected your main consumer base being your, uh, tourism you know your tourism factor right tourism is key that's one of the main drivers to planet 13's uh you know overall customer base uh the company forecasts a flat first quarter since the shutdown didn't begin in, uh, in earnest until march the second quarter is probably where most of the pain will be experienced planet 13 shifted to a delivery model to attract more residents which is very smart they're adapting another another example uh planet 13 right delivery you just saw High Times acquire a new delivery company, Mountain High. Go check that video out. I posted it yesterday. Um, but yes, very, very important. Um, prior to the pandemic, locals only accounted for 50% of the sales. So that just shows you how important the tourism economy is in Las Vegas. And that's obvious, but when you see that specific number, only half of locals account for that. And that's why you're starting to see the more tourism dominant regions start to struggle, but they are making the right pivots and they're adapting. And I think that's great because, and that gives me even more confidence in the long term as an investor. I'm an investor in Planet 13. I love Planet 13. I've been there, I've seen their operation. I think they're doing it right when it comes to cannabis retail. But because they are reliant on this Vegas market, which is very profitable once the market is at full capacity and really working on all gears and cylinders. But right now, obviously, that is not the case. But like I said, there's always a positive within a negative. They are adapting. They are making it so that their business model will be profitable even in a critically hard economic environment. And I love to see that. That gives me, it gives me even more confidence, right? Because there will be futures, though there will be a future where there's going to be economic downturns, regardless of where it's from. They know how to. They're going to. They're, they're showcasing right now. They know how to adapt. They know how to survive, right? Adapt, survive, or die. Okay. So final thoughts. The Nevada Dispensary Association reported that in the fiscal year 2019, the state collected 117, 172 million in excise tax sales tax and licensing fees. Total taxable sales for 2019 were 692 million, a 20% increase from fiscal year 2018. The group released a report that projected by 2024, the collection of excess tax, sales tax and licensing fees will be as high as 237 
million with total sales at 956 million, almost $1 billion. Wow, very impressive, holy shit. However, that was before the pandemic and now the group says, quote, the projections are going forward would likely fall short especially given, given a drop in tourism and loss of sales in March and April, typically big sales months for Nevada dispensaries. So yes, Nevada, Las Vegas really being the main heart of this problem and this, of this, of this situation, they are, they, they, they literally were, you know, projected to almost be a billion dollar revenue year in total, right? In total sales. That is crazy, right? That's awesome. Um, you know, they're still building up. I mean, you know, uh, I believe, I believe that Colorado is at two or three billion, maybe two billion. I'm not really sure. Washington's, I think, around two or three billion, too, maybe two billion. Regardless, that's great to see. But because they they've but but when you look at Nevada, they've been growing very fast for a you know pretty early on market, right? Washington and Colorado. They, you know, obviously are more mature markets because they were, you know, legalized earlier. California is at about 3.6 or something around there, 3.6 billion. And the potential for that market is up to 15 billion plus. Um, But that's obviously a massive state. That's different. Now, but regardless, Nevada, Las Vegas, really quick growth, really quick adoption, really quick, really quick integration of cannabis, legal cannabis. But the only caveat here is that they are directly connected to the tourism industry. And this is a problem, right? Unfortunately. So as a, as a stock and, you know, as an investor, when you're looking at planet 13, look at, you know, potentially, you know, in the next coming years, they need to diversify. I, I, I don't mind them staying in Vegas right now, but once come, you know, when federal legalization occurs, you need, they need to be diversifying and looking at other options around the country, which they definitely will. I'm assuming so, but they're stacking right now. They're making a lot of good money. And if I, you know, everything that I saw when I was there, great operational efficiency, in my opinion, they were like, I love the layout. It was professional, really impressed by them, but you know, let's see how they do here. This is, this is a tough time for everyone but especially a tourism-based economy like Las Vegas and all of the businesses within that economy. Anyways, my name's LMC. If you like this video, hit that like button down below. Hit that subscribe button. Press that notification bell if you, you know, want to stay up to date on all my videos. Um, but yeah, really appreciate y'all. I hope everyone's staying super safe and sound. And have an awesome, awesome day. Peace.